Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right, everyone. Welcome to season two, episode two, aka thirteen. I feel like an idiot because we kicked off a new season, and on most of these podcast platforms, you can't even tell that because they don't list seasons and episodes. But we're here, episode two of season two, or episode thirteen, if you've been following from the beginning. Not only do we have Jordan today with us, but we also have his brother Josh. First, Jordan, welcome. How are you? Gang, gang, season two, episode two. That's that double entendre, baby. It certainly was. And then... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Josh, Josh, you can't like it. We gotta, we gotta intro you first. <laughs> and okay, then, no, surprise right. guest with all the insight. Josh, how are you? I'm doing well. It's been a rainy day, but my spirits are high. Thank you for starting exactly how Shane does whenever he's on here. What does he do? He says, I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> this is proper English. That's yeah, good. Uh, this That's isn't good. a formal podcast. This is an I'm AV a proper podcast. English boy. Yeah. People in this industry aren't exactly uh, smart. Oh, hot take. Um, but uh, Whoa, it's okay. We don't, we don't mind. It's blue collar. Mm-hmm. Wait, I did drop out of college. Yeah, that well, makes one of us. Jordan, oh, we always have to have the uh, most just beautiful intros ever. So just kick yeah, it off. Keep it should I like introduce myself or say my job and stuff? All right, we're just gonna move back back into the podcast. So okay, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's let's get a little bit of yourself here, Josh. Yeah. So I work for a security integrator in Tacoma, Washington and uh, basically do cameras, access control, and I do a lot of networking and tying our systems into customers' networks. So that's a big chunk of what I do every day, and I've been doing it for three years, and going strong. People are probably wondering, why do we have him on here, and how is that relevant? Well, I'll tell you right now, all these trades, this blue-collar life, it's... It's a community, it's all together, and uh, we all can kind of share insight across each other's jobs. Plus, in this industry, we do a lot of low voltage, we do a lot of networking, so it's right up Josh's alley. He's very familiar with the whole vibe of this kind of contracting, so um, we're happy to have him here, and it's not weird at all, and thanks for having or uh, having yourself on here fighting <laughs> <laughs> you. yourself on our podcast yeah <laughs> Jordan how have You're your welcome. personal life been these days <laughs> please <laughs> tell me um well I just want to get into a little bit of uh, what's been going on behind the scenes here so um this is mainly a story to tell you Peyton I thought I would tell you on air here okay um, and okay. I would share it with okay, everyone my ears in yeah, plug yours, Josh, please. Thank you. Um, just uh, leave the podcast. Actually, it's better without just one Newman in the in the uh, episode. Anyway, I'm just kidding. You're great. Um, I was going to go into some personal. So since we are a smaller company, I do not have work all the time. And so I asked Peyton, I was like, hey, I'm getting a coaching job for a high school. Can I do that? And this is my first job as a coach. I've done like personal training with players to develop them, but I've never coached a full squad. So we finished the season. It's all over. I was already missing the kids. And two weeks after the last game, we had an awards night. And that was last night, two nights ago. Doesn't matter. So I had to do all the talking. I'm not the the greatest at public speaking or speaking in general. 
okay so on a podcast when it's just me josh and peyton just talking it's usually fine if i have a microphone that is amplifying my voice to people in a group larger than probably 10 i am going to blunder my way through that and that is exactly what happened last night i had to talk about the season how the season went i had to go through every single player talk about what they did well and i was like i actually don't know if i've even met this player before i have to make stuff up so that was awful but at the end i was wrapping things up i had handed out the awards i was able to get one of my players first team all league i was able to get one of my players honorable mention um and i was very thrilled about that but afterwards they had a surprise for me and i was like oh no what is this gonna be are they gonna give me compliments i don't like those those are not my thing (laughs) and my assistant coaches both of them started to get a little bit teary-eyed I have an assistant, uh, one's a girl, and she was talking about me, and she was like, it's been great having you. Um, We definitely needed you this season. It took a lot of pressure off me because she was the head coach until I came. Sure. Um, She was super grateful. I got flowers from the team. And then Coach Eric, my other assistant, he started tearing up. I was like, dude, you cannot do this right now to me in front of people. I was like, you can't be nice to me. That's That's not allowed. And so then he made a plaque. Um, let me find it. It's right next to me. It says 2021 Soccer Coach of the Year presented to Jordan Newman with a crest of the school. And I didn't actually win Coach of the Year like in the league. A different team did. But in their hearts, I won Coach of the Year. And my assistant, the girl, pulled me aside later and said, I honestly think – No, she's married. Uh, she said, <laughs> I honestly think – that you should have gotten coach of the year because you did such a good job. And they said it was cool how I made a bond with the team and really brought them together as a family. So it was awesome to hear. And if any of my players do end up watching this podcast because they're probably um, stalking me everywhere, that would be my guess. Maybe not. If not, then uh, it's probably better. But thank you guys if you are watching. It was a pleasure to coach you guys. And I hope to coach you again next season. And they gave me a gift. All that to be said, they gave me a gift. And I was like, what in the world, guys? You did not have to give me a gift. It's a heavy box. I was like, 100%, this is an Xbox. Like, what else could it be? I'm about to get an Xbox. (laughs) I open it up, and it's a massage gun, dude. During the season, one of the players had a massage gun. And whenever he was playing, I would pull it out of his bag, and I would start using it on the sideline. And so they thought that was funny, and they bought me a massage gun. So that's how my personal life's been going. I've been coaching, and now I'm done with that. I'm back into the AV life full time. So... Do you think you're uh do you think you're going to continue to pursue more coaching in the future or was this like a one and done kind of situation? Sounds like you're good at it though, so I don't know. Uh yeah, so I don't know if I'm good at it or if I'm just good at relationship building if that makes sense. You know, I don't know if I'm just a likable person and they want me back for that reason cuz I am invited back to coach and if I am in the area and I have the time to do it. I told them I would because ultimately everything that they said was very meaningful and it was from the heart. And I honestly miss those kids today. It's been two weeks since the last game and I saw them last night and I honestly miss them. I built a really cool relationship with them. So I would love to go back. And this was really a trial season to see if I would want to do it again. And I definitely do. I definitely think coaching is my future. Nice. Even though you complained about it daily to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did not do that. <laughs> I mean, who who doesn't complain about their job? 
That's for smart. sure. That's so true, though. I find that even in playing soccer, like I love playing, but in the moment, I don't like going to practice every day. I don't like training every day. But as soon as it's gone, you miss it. And it's the weirdest mm. thing. I can't figure that out. In the moment, how do I learn to enjoy it? How do I cherish this instead of um, filling myself with all this doubt and gross feeling of why am I doing this? But then, yeah, after you miss it. Yeah, work can be fulfilling. It's kind of like uh, last summer when uh, at my company we were furloughed for a while because of COVID. And it's pretty cool at first. It's like, yeah, I get to play video games all day with my friends. But then near the end, it's like, man, I really want to climb a ladder right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that blue collar. <laughs> yeah, that's that blue collar mindset. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be out there grinding. <laughs> I will BCM. say, I will say in the short time that i was over on that side of the mountains today i saw two work vehicles of your companies josh and i thought good gracious they're everywhere <laughs> they're following me they're breeding, <laughs> they're breeding. <laughs> we're, we're getting bigger and bigger and oh, you say that and yet it was still kevin and russ so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's shrinking it's shrinking um so Peyton, you asked me about my personal. Now I have to return the question. How is your life going? What is up in, with your personal world over there on the east side? It's just, you know, a busy, never-ending adventure dealing with busy, never-ending adventures. I mean, Word. we got we got the church plant stuff still going nice. strong. Um, hooking them up with some AV equipment right now, actually. Oh. Setting them up with some custom-made gator cases, some gator rack Ooh. flight cases. That's nice. Uh, we he had to steer I wish controls. I knew what those were. Oh yeah, it's, <clears throat> just it's too, pretend. It's too bad. They say they're super cool. I mean, here to steer controls, we like to provide the custom products for our customers when they have specific needs, and their need is, hey, we're not in our own space, but this space that we're using doesn't have really any equipment, and we need to be able to get in and out, keep it portable, keep everything in a small closet. Try and avoid the whole like four-hour setup kind of world. So we're custom designing 14U rack cases um, that can hold all the wireless gear, all the stage equipment, lockable drawers, and a power distribution so that you can basically roll up on the stage, take the lid off the box, and plug it into power, and you're ready to go. Basically stage in a box kind of setup. Sweet. Yeah, it's cool stuff, and we're uh, we're we're building those up for them. Uh, but besides that, I uh, got a house now. I got Ooh, there. It is. Yep, yep. Dealing with that. Got. Uh, I mean, that's really what home ownership is. Just it's just trips to Home Depot all the time, and <laughs> well, another bulb's out. What? <laughs> Guess I'll buy a circular saw. <laughs> <laughs> right, wife. <laughs> yeah you start doing dumb stuff like like oh man i i i might need this tool at some point in my life and you're looking at you know your other tools you're like sorry other tools but uh this battery powered chainsaw is not gonna buy itself <laughs> i own a tree now i might want to cut it down in the future how'd we get three triggers in the backyard i didn't get those <laughs> I do have a fire pit back there, so uh, Ooh. when summertime comes, we're definitely having some bonfires. That is for sure. Oh, yeah. Sweet. For sure. 
Uh, but yeah, work-wise, the job stuff is basically waiting on product for a lot of things. We do have a confirmed, and I had this meeting a couple days ago, a confirmed job in Hawaii in February. Um, so we got things like that to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Big install with lighting, sound, projectors, screens, like the whole nine yards. So um, we got that coming down. A lot of meetings have been happening on some potential growth opportunities and big things for Asteria Controls. And uh, that's kept me insanely busy traveling around, dealing with that. Uh, I was down in Oregon meeting with the lovely people at Clutch who will have on um, this podcast shortly. Nice. Um, yeah, it's all over the place, doing fun well, stuff. That, that being said, let's get a little bit more into that after we talk about the state of the industry address and the product of the week. So let's talk about that. State of the industry address, here it is. Back orders are a thing. The logistics issues are not going away. And I want to give some specifics for people. For example... Microphones, popular brands like Shure, Sennheiser, these brands are out until at least March on almost every model right now. Things to keep in mind when you're trying to plan for the future is that you need to be planning way in the future if you want to even have a product in your hand. Um, It's just hard to get stuff right now. Stuff like digital consoles we've talked about in the past. just go back to Age of Digital Mixing, any brand we mentioned on both of those episodes. Those are back ordered until next year. Um, yeah, it's tough times. We have a job in Nampa, Idaho that's going to be dropping once the product shows up. And we don't even know when that is. So definitely, if you're trying to get a project going on, keep in mind that if you don't jump on it when the product is available, your next you know, point where you could get that job finished could be way down the road. So things to think and, of when you're making plans. And what do you think is the cause of this back orders? Is it COVID? Is it, um, I guess maybe COVID's like the big, like it umbrellas everything, but is it like shipping, manufacturing, um, distributing? I don't know if those are the same things. Yes. What is exactly, do you know? Yeah. So I talked, I've been talking with some people in the industry and trying to figure that stuff out um a guy i talked to a couple days ago he he buys 750 to 850 shipping containers a year and so he's got his hands in in everything and he says right now the big thing is um people at the ports they're sick and tired of having to fill the gap essentially because so Factories in China shut down. That slows things down. Then they ramp up. But when the ships get here, the U.S. is already a little behind on their um, response on things like that. And with increased restriction and regulation going on at the ports, they're overwhelmed and they don't want to do it. And so they're basically, basically it's like the mob boss mentality down at the port where they're only going to do what they want to do, and they basically have the control over the whole system. And because of that, 
They can choose what comes in, what comes out, and they'll charge you for your container just sitting there at the port. And they can make money holding product hostage without even needing to lift a finger. Um, so really, it's uh, it's issues both here and abroad. But uh, right now, there's some issues here stateside that uh, are causing these kinds of delays. So oh, yeah. things to think about. Um, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, unfortunately, everyone is. When you go to the grocery store and you're like, hey, how come this isn't on the shelf? I'm telling you right now, it's in the ocean. It's the ports, baby. Speaking of products, product of the week is another imported product, but it's a good imported product. PTZ Optics Cameras. We've put in a few of these at different installations. Plenty. And, and uh, we love installing the SDI and NDI versions, but there's also a USB connection one. Um, these are basically small, mountable PTZ cameras, great for live streams that can be left on all the time, connect into the PTZ Optics little uh, camera controller. They have a word for it. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, Wait, me too. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, but what, what is their product? Um, that's a good it's question. excellent. Their product is so good. You know, they've been using it a lot. They use their own product a lot. Oh, it's the um, the Super Joy. Yes. The Super Joy joystick. Um, and are we talking like 4K, 1080? So, what kind of resolution are we talking on this camera? At the top of the line, your NDI camera, it's available in a 12x, 20x, and 30x optical zoom. Wow. And. Um, the connections on the back for connecting it up into your system include PoE-enabled NDI network connection, HDMI, an SDI input if you're using, like, coax cable, um, and a USB 2.0 slot. So not only can you power these suckers off of PoE and send the signal that way, but you can send multiple streams to multiple locations from one camera with the additional HDMI ports. So handy. it's pretty you handy, also, pretty versatile. Also power these things off of a POS if you try hard enough, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, unfortunately. Unfortunately, you're here to <laughs> shit on us. Unfortunately, that joke was made. <laughs> All right, my bad. Um, other things, field of view. 60 degrees on the 20 and 30 times, 72 and a half degrees on the 12 times. Uh, these are all 1080p, 60 FPS um, streaming cameras. They're not made for taking images or recording images, but streaming images, but you can still record with them. It's just they're most ideally used for either streaming situations or like security situations if you want to use it for that because they can be left on all the time um yeah great products love to put them in the um the eptz has a 4k image sensor in it um so if you need to get higher resolution there's also those options so yeah there's your product 
of the week. So I don't know if I've told this story on this podcast before, but if I have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell it again. So we installed these at a church, luckily, close to my house, okay? So Peyton gets a call from them, and they're like, they got a, um, oh my goodness, I already blanked. They were, and there was a controller coming. Is that what it's called, the controller? Yes. Yeah, so the controller was coming to um, rotate and move the cameras as needed just from the back. So you can be looking at the screen. You can see cameras one, two, three, however many cameras you have. You can see them all on the screen, and you can move it just with this um, controller. But that hadn't come yet, so we installed the cameras. And for now, they had to use these remotes, and you had to you know, simply point the remote at the camera and move them all one by one, which isn't ideal. But again, those backorder nightmares, the cameras came, but the controller did not okay so luckily this job site was close to my house and Peyton gives me a call he's like um yeah so for some reason those remotes aren't working he's like could you just head over there and figure it out and I'm like I don't know how to fix a remote but I can change some batteries probably so I drive over and they're like yeah the remote just isn't working and they're like pointing it at it they're like moving it and I'm like okay I'll yeah I'll see what I can do I grab the remote I'm like this feels a little light but I was like, maybe I'll just try doing what they just did. So I try moving it. It's not moving. I take out the little battery pack thing, and there are no batteries in this remote. I put the batteries in, close it, and now the remote works. The camera is moving. I set it down, and I just leave the building. <laughs> I just look like that. That just happened. They don't know how uh, batteries work, obviously. So um, that's cool. Classic. Hey, easy fix. Easy fix. Can't complain about yeah. an easy fix. I know. I should have just wasted some more time and like, wow, this remote, man, this thing is not working today. <laughs> Let me take this back to my shop and I'll uh, yeah. let Santa's elves get a little handle on it. Fill them a little bit extra. Be like, man, I had to build you guys a new remote. It looks the same. I didn't touch it that much, but I had to build it myself. <laughs> I was carefully That's placing little buttons in there. Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, I, I just came... I, I swung by my my grandparents down in Portland, and uh, usually when I swing by there, they're always inundating me with tech questions and issues to solve. And this trip was no different. They said, "Hey, when we use our computer and we're typing away, sometimes the keys they don't work. Like if I type if I type in hello." It won't give me that second L. It gives me the first L, but not the second one. And I thought, <laughs> I said, how old is your keyboard? And they said, well, we've never bought a new one. And I thought, okay, well, it's probably a bad, you know, dead key. I proceed to go over to said computer, look at the keyboard. I'm like, yep, it's pretty well used, but we'll see. I press the L. I get an L. I press the L key again. Nothing. I continue to press the key, nothing. I press the A key, I get an A. I press the A key again, nothing. Said, ah, go into settings. And they had turned on a setting where all of the operating systems, regardless of what software you're using, Windows would ignore repeated keystrokes. Oh my gosh. I don't know what the utility of that is. But I don't know how they turned that setting on. That's that's my thing. Like usually, you know, God bless our seniors, but they are terrified of settings or changing anything at, you know, risking breaking things. So I that that is shocking to me. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look at where it is on my computer now because I've never seen that. So you're trying to tell me you can't type hello, you can't type um, other words that have back-to-back letters. All right, so here's a fun. Go into your settings. Oh, you can play at home if you'd like if yep. you're sitting on right. a computer. Okay. This is a go follow ahead. along. Go this to settings. only if you have Windows, though. Yes, yeah, Windows. Windows All you Mac people. Okay, go on. Settings. Windows 10. Uh, go to ease of access. Uh, I'm just going to type that. Ease of access. Enter. Um, ease of access keyboard settings. Yep, select that. Okay. Once you're in the keyboard settings where it says use filter keys, read what is below that and what can be turned on and off. Oh, use filter keys. Let me read it. Ignore brief or repeated keystrokes and change keyboard repeat rates. Interesting. Yeah, I'm actually not going to turn that on. That sounds miserable. I don't know what that does for you. (laughs) Why you would want that. But that little box right there underneath it where it says allow the shortcut key to start filter keys. I guarantee you oh. they pressed and held the right shift key for eight seconds. Yeah. Turned it on. Mm. And that was the issue. Well, let me uncheck that box real quick. <laughs> All I thought was, thank goodness their password does not have repeated keystrokes. Oh my goodness. Imagine. They've been locked out of everything. Wow. Wow. Plus, I would never know. Did you know. also do a virus scan while you were there? Oh, yes. I have TeamViewer and I have multiple. <laughs> I have Malwarebytes and Bitdefender on that computer running at all times. And uh, it's clean. It's squeaky. And I can save it. And that's awesome. funny. Josh does the same exact thing for our grandpa. You got to do it, yeah. man. You got to do it. It must yeah. be done. Well, maybe Team we can wrap viewer. up this podcast episode here with a good old... You guys used to work together at this company that Josh now works for. Um, do you guys have any stories together doing that? Anything fun that we can share that you guys can share and we can wrap this thing up for episode two, season two? Oh, man. I mean, a lot, but I don't know. Uh... Without being incriminating. <laughs> I'm sure what's, I'm what's losing my job. podcast appropriate here. Yeah. We don't want dear old Josh here to become unemployed. <laughs> well, here at Hysteria Controls, we are thriving. You guys have a position open? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully soon. <laughs> um, I don't know, but it, you know, it's it's fun working with your friends. I will say that, like having someone that you're working with, we can just be like, oh man, this is, you know, when you have a day and it's just. You know, you're going to get beat up. It's like, oh, man, at least I'm working with this person, you know. So it's nice to have that when we were working there together. But, uh, yeah, it's always cool. Um, Do you have anything to say, Peyton? I'm kind of drawing a blank <laughs> Aww, here. That was so sweet. Peyton's just weeping right now. Probably that's so nice <laughs> to say. You know me, always weeping. I will say... <laughs> Peyton's like, is he talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> who's this friend he's talking yeah, about? Yeah, who's this friend he's <laughs> talking about? Someone new. I, I hated working with this guy. <laughs> no, actually, work sucked every day. I was often disappointed that we didn't have to, or didn't get to work more often because we had the same kind of responsibilities. Well, yeah, because we did have the same responsibilities. They're like, oh, now we have two people to work at the same yeah. time. Be more productive. 
Yeah, I was always trying to finagle like who I was working with, and and only yeah. I was only mildly successful. Um, but yeah, I will say, um, with all of us being so young, the future is bright. This is some self encouragement for here. Here, so sorry, oh, yeah. podcast listeners. But uh, for everyone who is young, who is under the age of twenty five, this is for you, Peyton. Go. The future is bright. There's plenty of road ahead to travel, and if there's ever a time to take risks, it's now. I took my risk. Is it paying off? Eh, but there's always a potential, and I have time to make it pay off, because if it doesn't, I'm not a guy in my 50s who can't like start over, essentially. I can't really salvage. I am not in my 50s, so I can start over. I can salvage if I have to. And that's something important, so if you have like a dream or something crazy, you just want to go do it. The sooner you do it, the better, because, I mean, none of us are getting younger, but with where things are going, for me personally, my like biggest dream is to be able to bring you, Josh, onto our team, other people that I'm really good friends with that I think would be big assets to this team. Um, really... I mean, the dream of unemployment is to employ your friends and uh, make money together and have a good time. And uh, you're my next target. So once I get some of these balls rolling, expect a phone call because uh, things could be happening in a short amount of time. Jordan, anything you want to say to close? No, that was beautiful. And that's what ABL Minutes is all about. Go out there and chase your dreams and uh, chase young. Your- start something. Do what you're passionate about. Start now. Make a risk. Take a chance. All right, you got c- time. Calm down, Gary V. Oh, okay. I want to be a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Josh is here. Josh has been saying that since a kid. No, I'm just joking. That was a reindeer quote, right? Yeah, Josh is our on-site medical professional. We really appreciate that. Um, yes. And Jordan is our on-site yeah, Mountain Dew connoisseur. Yes. And... Oh, 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 pause. So... For those of you who are interested in my Mountain Dew insights, there is a new flavor called Gingerbread Snapped. Okay, if you look this up on Mountain Dew Mountain Dew's website, you can look up the locations of certain drinks. And I found this about um, ten miles from my house, I think. Um, and it tastes exactly like gingerbread. And yes, maybe that sounds disgusting, but when you drink it, it's not too strong, and the aftertaste is not disgusting. It is very good. I highly recommend you go get Mountain Dew Gingerbread Snapped. Very good. Nine out of ten. Wow. Is wow. it would, – would you describe more ginger ale or more bready? Gingerbread. Like think of gingerbread. That's what it tastes like. I guarantee it. You will not I, be disappointed. Gingerbread is definitely there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bready. It's but very gingerbread. And also like the aftertaste, I get the same aftertaste from like Coca-Cola. It's interesting. Mm, interesting, but it's it's pretty good. It has like a strong kind of aftertaste, but it's it's okay. not like too sugary. That's why I was shocked by because Mountain Dew you usually drink and you're like, oh my teeth are rotting out. Yes, but this actually tasted kind of refreshing. Yes, mm. it was mild, less sugar, less your insides are burning out by the second. More sweet gingerbread goodness. Wow! Welcome to AVL Minutes, sponsored by Pepsi. So, yeah. Unfortunately not. Actually, yeah, we're going to have to send them an invoice, I think, for that. Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for coming on. Um, Yeah, we got fun stuff coming up in the future. Just want to let everyone know who's listening so they know what to expect. We are trying our best to get some people from Clutch on to talk about that awesome 
product that they have, but also the future of bowling. It's uh, it's coming back, and it's coming back in a different way than it did before. We all remember Glowball with the black lights. Well, it's different now. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about projectors, screens, power and limited energy, live productions, Christmas AVL, worship AVL, monitoring, so much more. So we hope you join us in the future episodes, and we will see you on the next one. God bless the troops. Bye-bye. It's a Veterans Day. Oh, I said, I said it first. We should have said something about that. Can we can we keep going? Can we keep rolling here? Nope, it's over. They already cut. No, let's keep rolling. We're no, no, no. Rolling. I had to say I had to have the last word. We're gonna keep rolling, Peyton. Are we still rolling? We're nope. still going. We're still going. Oh, we're still going. We're still starting uh, this train. Peyton, Peyton, you do. Oh my goodness, I am oh. so sorry about that. Oh, oh. my goodness. We ended right. No, Peyton. It is. We are filming this. Um, this podcast episode will come out tomorrow. We're a little bit behind. But today is Veterans Day. Peyton, can you speak to that, please? Because you look like a veteran, but you are not. Um, I, that's probably I offensive to actual veterans. I think I think I'm short enough to be a Marine, and I like crayons enough that I could probably pull it off. But uh, uh, true. <laughs> but um, yeah, all all of you out here who served, my wife's brothers are both in the service. Her dad was like in the service and I think he still works for them just as a private contractor so lots of uh, service going on in my family and we just appreciate it the sacrifice it's hard it's a uh, steep steep and personal and uh, growing up next to the base it's very personal for me I have a lot of friends who are in and uh, we appreciate all y'all who did serve those who are still serving who will become veterans and uh if you're there listening, we appreciate you extra much. So, once again, we'll see you on the next one. See ya.